What's up, family? I am back with another episode of the Uncomfortably Reborn African. I'm really excited about this episode because I have a special guest, um, Michelle Polk. Um, I like to have, like, I really feel like I want to have these different editions of the show um, because I just, just from social media, people I've crossed paths with, um, some of them have great stories. So um, Michelle Polk, me and her met each other um, through the Air Force. Uh, we both supported um, the same organization probably when I was a senior airman staff sergeant. So we're talking about like maybe 2010, 2011, 2013, like around that time. Um, so we met each other through there. And of course, through, you know, we, we've transitioned over time, but through social media, we've been able to kind of keep um, in contact with one another. Um, she's really gotten into the fitness, com- um, um, excuse me, fitness competing. And, uh, you know, I had my weight loss transformation. So we've kind of been like, yes, girl, do your thing. And just seeing each other, like our transition within fitness and how much, you know, we'd love it just from, um, just from being connected through social media. So today we're going to talk to her about, um, fitness um, competitions, what that lifestyle is like. Um, That's something that I would love, love to do. I think it's on my bucket list for 2019. I've been a little intimidated, but I think that, you know, it's in my spirit. I want to compete in some aspect. I also really love CrossFit, so I wouldn't mind doing like a CrossFit competition, but that's a whole nother level of training. Um, So we're going to talk about that. And then we're also going to talk about online dating. Me and her, you know, I was talking to her like, have you ever done online dating before? She's like, yeah. And I'm like, great. You know, I can talk about my experience from the past and you can talk about your experience from the past um, because there was a great article. um, It was really funny. It was by a comedian named Lane Moore. Um, She um, she utilized Tinder and just kind of like learned a lot. Well, she put in the article that she learned a lot. This is posted in The Guardian. Um... But she actually created an entire show out of the whole swiping left and swiping right um, from the Tinder app. And she calls it Tinder Live. So she highlighted some key things that she learned from, you know, just being on there and, you know, just trying to connect with men and just, you know, just some things that I found very, very interesting from reading the article. So we're going to talk about that. And again, we're just going to dive into um, her fitness lifestyle, um, give you guys some tips and then, you know, just go over a few hot topics and a nugget of the day. So just stay tuned. I'm really, really excited about um, this episode and yeah thanks for listening What's up, guys? So it's almost 2019, and are you already thinking, oh, I need to go back to the gym. I need to get my eating right. I need to get my health back on track. Well, if that's something that you are thinking about, you need to hit me up. I have a great special going on right now. And not only that, our team, our team is doing some amazing things for those that decide to get healthier and fitter. You can be entered into our weight loss competition or body transformation competition that we have every single month where you have an opportunity to win $500. And not only that, you get Monday motivation calls, so you get that community support every Monday. Not only that, you get that every week and you get a personal coach. So you can reach out to me if you have any questions or concerns. I'll be following up with you, finding out if you have any questions or concerns and you have access to someone that's going to help you through this journey of weight loss, weight gain or muscle gain. So if that's something that you've been thinking about, something that you want to partake in and you want to be a part of this great community and get this wonderful special, you need to hit me up. And not only that, I am the product of the product. I was, I used to be 250 pounds and I yo-yo dieted. I never found anything that stuck until I got with this team, until I utilized Herbalife. And with that, I've been able to lose over 50 pounds. I've been able to decrease my body fat. I went from a size 14. I'm in a size four. Yes, in a size four now. Um, And the great thing about it, you learn so much. 
through this journey, you have access to an amazing community and it's just been a great, great journey. Um, and it's been, and I've been able to maintain and consistently keep that weight off, which is, again, that's just something that, um, a lot of these, um, you know, you just don't have access to that level of support. So if that's something that's interest, um, that interests you, hit me up, email me at journeyfitnesslove at gmail.com. That's journey, J-O-U-R-N-E-Y, fitness, F-I-T-N-E-S-S, love, L-O-V-E at gmail.com or DM me um, on my Instagram at salon, S-A-L-O-N-E, gyal, G-Y-A-L, 83, all together. Um, and yeah, let me know if I can support you if you have any questions or concerns. So hit me up. Okay. I okay. think I got you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, okay. Guys, we've had a couple technical difficulties, but hopefully we'll push through. We'll push through that this one. To- that is totally my fault for being on 95 a couple of days before Thanksgiving, thinking <laughs> that it was going to be an empty highway. Oh, man. So what are your plans for Thanksgiving? Um, actually, my family is local, so I'm just going to literally drive down and have dinner with the family and relax and actually have, because Thanksgiving's like my favorite holiday. Nice. So I am, after being on prep for so long and dieting, this is like the, the one day <laughs> where I get to eat anything I want to, but I kind of have to keep it controlled because I don't want to get sick. So what's your, like, favorite dish oh lord my mom's macaroni and cheese is ridiculous mm-hmm. like anybody who follows me on facebook knows that i am a big advocate um for macaroni and cheese i don't yeah. like it remixed i don't like it from a box it has to be made with love it has to be baked there has to be like the cheese should still be hanging on for dear life <laughs> I love it. So are you making anything? Is there anything that you like bring to the table? I am literally not doing a thing. I am just there to eat. I asked my mom, do you want me to bring anything? She said, nope, just yourself. And oh, okay. That works just fine for me. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm looking. Well, I mean, I was I actually was supposed to come home, fly home, but I like waited last minute to get my ticket. And it went from like, I literally could, was able to get me and my kids there for $400 round trip. Ooh, but and, still, well, I mean, that's pretty good and, for and I waited, holiday. I know. And I waited. Well, I actually had looked like maybe like the week before last. And instead of me grabbing it, I was like, well, let me wait. Uh-oh. You about to get no, you know. girl. Oh no, it's okay. not me. They're chasing. They're chasing after somebody else. Okay, <laughs> but um, I waited and the tickets doubled. Like it was like eight, nine hundred dollars, and I was like, man. So it's just me and the kids this year. We're gonna probably just come down for um for for Christmas time. So, but yeah, I don't blame you on that one. <laughs> the just tickets were crazy. The, plane, the tickets are getting insane. Yeah. Everybody's traveling, and even on ninety five tonight. The highway is packed with people leaving already. Wow. Well, that's awesome. I'm, I really hope you enjoy your food. Oh, my goodness. I have been waiting all year for this. This is like, I have I have devious plans. And then I know when I sit down, I'm going to be like, all right, what can my stomach take? <laughs> awesome. So before we get into, because, you know, again, I want to talk to you about, like, your transition to fitness com- um, competitions. But before Definitely. we get to that, I know we were talking about, like, online dating. 
So oh what, yeah. <laughs> what has your like? What apps have you used? Have you used Tinder? What's that other one? Uh, there's Fish. There's Match. You know, I have used probably every. <laughs> sadly <laughs> enough, every app: Plenty of Fish, Tinder, Bumble. Um. Oh goodness, I don't even know what currently is on my phone, but. Um, yeah, you, you name it, I have tried it, um, failed at it, I don't, I, I get surprised when, like, one of my really good friends was like, yeah, I met my boyfriend, who's now my husband on Tinder, and I'm like, what? I was like, what year was, was this the know, first year the Tinder came out? I read articles all the time, and I'm like, how, like, who, what? I mean, well, no, I, but- I, I do have to say, there was actually, like, my, my first attempt with Tinder, you know, I did meet, like, a great guy on there. I'm not going to lie. We were, like, headed to relationship track, but, like, his career kind of popped off, and then I had to do mm-hmm. PCS, and that's where we kind of, like, parted ways. So I, I, I'm not going to say, like, I didn't have, because we were literally, like, exclusive. We've been, like, dating for almost a year, so it was, there was a match. There was a good match. It, it happens. It happens sometimes. Like, I've met, like, my was it my second and third boyfriend in life I met online and it was great but after that it kind of fizzled away and then I started bumping it because lately and I'll be honest lately I have been running into some catfish like I don't even understand how you can fake a profile and it's unfortunately not even to put down plenty of fish but it's always plenty of fish that has the fake profiles, and it's always the guys recently in the past two, three weeks that have been like, oh, yes, I'm military, and da 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 And me, when you tell me I'm military, that's going to trigger some questions to me, because like, I've been catfish way like, too, once too many times. Or so I asked, mean, like, how did you figure out you were being catfish? We never get to the point of meeting, because I can always figure out that they're lying, because I'll say, oh, you know, where are you stationed, and, you know, what's your MOS? I mean, if they tell me that they're Army, I'm, ask, I'm automatically asking what your MOS is. And if they give me something, like one guy gave me some Green Beret, this, that, and the third, and I'm like, what? I'm like, wait a minute now. You're telling me, or either they spat out some rank I'm that they've seen on a few good men, class, and you're buttery. like, wait a second. Oh, Arab first class colonel, and I'm like, no, what? Like, no, 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 no. If you're if you're a green beret, and you're um, you're telling me that you're a lieutenant colonel, but your profile only says that you got a bachelor's degree, <laughs> like that's a red flag. With the wrong one. If you come at me with the military stuff, that is hilarious. Exactly. It's like, I'm going to ask you where you're stationed. I'm going to ask you what time it is where you are. I'm going to ask you what weather it is, because at this point. The first two times got me because I didn't realize because when they say, oh, well, let's use WhatsApp. Wow. And I'm like, okay, wait a minute now. Skirt. If we're using WhatsApp and you're telling me that we're, exactly. that you're stationed in Kentucky, why do we need to use WhatsApp? That's what most people. <laughs> Thank you. But they, I mean, it's just like these little red flags that keep going off. And now from that show Catfish, I've learned to take the image and save it and then, like, slap it into Google Image. And I'm like, that is not even your name. Or either the, the weird thing is is when 
one guy actually got me on WhatsApp, I started noticing, I was like, okay, well, he looks like, he told me he was from Oklahoma, so, you know, I'm expecting, like, this, like, normal English conversation, mm, but I could about, tell like, that English was like, not his first language. All wrong. It was, the typing, the words were spelled wrong, and then, then it was like he was using, like, words like jest. So, I love when people use, you know, old English. Beautifully done. But if you're telling me that you're 24 from Oklahoma, you know, an army grunt, and you're saying, don't jest at me, you're like, what? Wait a minute, jest. Like, I'm not saying that no, you know, 20-some-year-old knows what the word jest means, but I'm no. like, you didn't, you didn't grow up saying that word. So that nice hilarious. try, but now I know that, that it's your face. So it's it's a science. I think it's I think it's a science now, and I always go into online dating optimistic, but I always go into it okay. If you tell me something now, I've got to go into like the twenty questions, but I never like spit it out at them, you know, all the time to make them think that I know that they're lying. I always kind of like you know, sprinkle, you know, a few investigative questions mm-hmm. in there to make sure that, okay, is this going to be a red flag? Or that that red flag goes up twice, yeah, I'm like, all right, now now like, we're going into back-to-back. How do you guys have these relationships with these people for all this time, and you just don't go research? Like, I'm all about being a detective. That's what kills me. Exactly. Why don't you hop on Skype with somebody? There's no one, I mean, that is a no one does not have Skype. That is impossible. And I, when somebody told me that they don't have Skype, the first question is, okay, I don't mean to be rude, but I've been catfished before. Can you please grab a piece of paper and a pen, write today's date and my name on the bottom, and hold it up? Or either I'll do the funny thing of, oh, take a selfie right now wow. with your index finger on your nose. That's, that's the level, wow. that's the level that I have gotten to. And it's sad that I've gotten to that, but I'm like... I don't have yes. time for this. I mean, I, once you reach an age, I think once you get yes. past that 30-year-old barrier, you're just like, look, um, be like, my schedule's kind of full. Um, yes. I'm going to need you yes. to I mean, prove that you're real or get off my time. Elaine Moore, she talked about also, like, um, that they might want, like, mm-hmm. casual hookups but won't admit it. And that drives me crazy. And my friend's like, you should never ask. You should be the one up front to say, like, listen, I'm not on here for that. I'm looking to try to, like, see if we can build more than that. But, like, have you ran into people who are like, oh, no, I'm looking for more, but they're really just trying to hook up? Oh. Oh, yes. I mean, I've ran into one guy, and he sticks out in my mind because I'm like, you're such a bad liar that it just, it irked my mind of how bad of a liar he was. I was like, I, I knew that I had seen him before because it was almost like deja vu. But my friend had shown me a picture because she's also on POF. She ran into him, and she was like, he was a dog, and she's like, I think he was married. And I'm like, no, 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 this guy can't be married. And I'm like, I started questioning him and questioning him, and then we finally met in person. And I'm like, oh, could you at wow. least have taken off your ring? Like, he walked in with the ring on, and I'm like, are you married? She's like, well, we have an open relationship. And I was like, okay, what part of my profile did you not read in the big, bold, 
capitalized letters. Funny, I'm, I'm not here for a hookup. Guys, I might just start small talk with just because I want to always like see what their side of it, like what they see. And I've heard guys like say, or even like my friends' friends, like, oh, I'm on online dating. And all the girls always say that they're not looking for a hookup, but you know, a lot of times it still happens. So it's kind of like, mm-hmm. yeah, they'll they'll say that all the time. You're like, well, you know, she'll say one thing, but you know, one thing will lead to another. And I'm like, no, I'm very very specific um, with what I want. I've gotten to an age where. You know, it's not like I'm going to equate it to going into a mall. I am one of those people that goes into the mall. I have already researched the mall. I know what entrance to go into to get to the store that I need to get to immediately. (laughs) I go into that entrance. I'm in, I'm out. And I was like, that's how I equate relationships. I don't need all the fluff. I'm not going to tell you, you know, oh, well, you know, I may be looking for this or I may be looking for that. No, if I tell you I'm looking for a serious relationship, it's not going to teeter because I have this, you know, desperate need to be with somebody. I'm not going to settle and be like, well, you know, I'll just, you know, indulge the id for a minute and let down my guard and then have <laughs> yeah, you ghost on it's me. Like, yeah. I feel like, no, 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 know, no, no, no. give me the choice. Give me the option. Because, yeah, there might be women out there that are actually okay with you being married or just having a casual, but it's kind of like the whole lying part. It's like, I'm at the age, like, just be real. Let me choose. Let me, let me, give me the option to say yes or no. Don't just lie to me. Get me to this point where I waste my time and put on this fly dress just for exactly when you you're married. Thank you, thank you. I don't think I don't think people I don't think men understand that. Sometimes it's like, look, if you have gotten me out on a date, that means I have consciously spent the day figuring mm-hmm. out what I'm going to wear, the shoes, and now I am I've yes. canceled my appointment at the gym, which will always be there and always be faithful and is truthful to me. And now I've got to put on makeup on my face. I've got to put on mascara. I've got to make sure I don't look like a clown. And on top of that, like, I've got to make sure that everything looks right. And you're going to lie to me? Wait a minute now. Like, cut me, like, at least give me the option. Like, let me know what's going on so that I can make a decision. Because when you lie to me, you're taking away my option to basically say, okay, this is and not for honest, me. This like, is a waste of my time. And it's a waste like, of your time. Frustration of going through this whole online dating process is kind of like, I'm pretty sure after you've ran into so many people that have done that, it make, it turns you off, you know, it turns you off from doing that. So what do you? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it makes you optimistic. You try to be as optimistic as possible with online dating and even in person dating, you try to be as optimistic as possible. And you're like, you know what? That was just one. I'll get through it. And then you're like, wait a minute. Now that was the 10th. Um, I'm kind of getting tired of this now. And it's a waste. And I I think, you know, to men's credit too, I'm willing to bet you that they go through the the exact same thing that we go through, but on a different level, because unfortunately, you know, when people go out, men and women still put their best foot forward and sometimes a fake foot. Like I tell men all the time, look, the best you're going to get from me is some lipstick. Uh, you're never going to get ma- You're never going to get an eyeliner from me because I'm not going to stab my eye to, to help you out to make my eyes look bigger. You may get some foundation and some concealer and some oh. lipstick. I'm not contouring my face because <laughs> if we ever get to that exactly. point, I want and, you to wake up exactly, to the same exactly. you went to and, and I've heard, so like I said, I've heard from guys too, like they say they've encountered a lot of like, um, 
prostitution. They've encountered like, you know, uh, the transsexual type of situation. Um, Mm -hmm. So they, you know, they run into like their, their situations as well. So it's like, but what do you think has happened to the whole like, guys just meeting a girl face to face like I just don't think it happens like before it doesn't it doesn't happen as it what it used to like back in the day but we're saying back in the day like we're ancient but back in (laughs) but back in the age of reason where social media wasn't so you know big and you know booming people met in person because it was like you know what I'm not going to spend forever and a day talking to you backwards and forth and pushing somebody, even, even if I message somebody, I'd be like, look, I'm not, you know, I'm on a five message limit. I'm really on a five message limit. If after five messages, we are not motivated to meet each other, then there's a problem. Cause she even said, and the problem probably uh, occurred um, in message three. um, Article. She even said like, you know, they want to be just pen pal. So like, you might say, Hey, how you doing? And then all of a sudden the conversation ends and it's like, what, what was the point of even matching or even like, and you haven't even responded to the message. It's just like a waste of time. It's an absolute waste of time. And it's like you, and especially when you start exchanging pictures and you're like, Oh, well, here's a selfie and here's, you know, and it kind of goes backwards and forth. And the meaning I think takes a little bit more, finessing because you can be one thing online and you could be one thing, you know, in chat rooms, if they still have chat rooms these days, and you could be a whole other person in, in, you know, in person, you can't hide, you know, very well who you are. If somebody's looking at you face to face, Mm -hmm. if they're looking in your eyes, if you see their mannerisms, if you see their, you know, nonverbal, you can tell whether somebody's nervous out the gate, like really Like, in person kind of brings up that vulnerability in both the male and the female to be like, you know what, now I see whether we're compatible or not, because the energy, if the chemistry and the energy isn't there, That's a fact. That's it a could fact. be so if you blossoming were to read online, but when right you meet, now, it's a totally different story. It's pretty pretty bad right now. I don't know what more and more like, you know what, I'm just going to like become a nine or I'll just pray and just hope one day. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right right at a five because I'm like, I'm still hopeful for it because I'd never want to, you know, put a limitation or box myself in or become jaded or anything. I have hope that it's going to return to, you know, some sort of normalcy and, you know, I'll ride it until the wheels fall off. But I'm like, now I've gotten a lot wiser about it because I'm like, you know, people are going to, you know, put on a front online. So I always push the, Hey, let's meet for coffee because at least I get a good cup of coffee out of it. And a coffee that I was going to get anyway, but at least I get to meet somebody and tell whether, you know, whether I'm going mm. to keep, you know, and keep going with this or whether I'm going to put you in the mm-hmm. friend zone. And I hate yes. putting people in the friend but now zone, that you're like, you've but really gotten into like the fitness and some people live like there. You're like, is it important for you to meet someone that's a part that like knows that lifestyle and wants to be, um, you know, wants to live a hit a healthy or a fitness type of lifestyle. I know for me now, 
the, I mean, now the, the me that I am now, the, it's important to me. I don't know if I could date someone that that's not about that life. It is. I have, I have uh, recently in, in this year have tried to kind of be like, you know what? He doesn't have to love the gym. He doesn't have to understand where I'm coming from. But when you start moving, even if you get just into the general, I want to live a healthy lifestyle, you start noticing I need somebody that is at least conscious of it and is not trying to run themselves down. Because if you want to be in a relationship with me, I need you to be there. I need you to, you don't have to go to the gym with me all the time, but I don't need you running your body down so that you, if our relationship does, does get to that upper echelon level of forever, I need you to be there for longer than, you know, what you normally would. So I need you to at least be health conscious. For me, now that getting in the competitive side of it, it has added a whole nother layer that I don't think that I think people who are competitive bodybuilders and powerlifters and even crossfitters, you kind of understand that the person that you're with has to understand that, hey, there are going to be, you know, a month or two or three where my mm-hmm. focus needs to be on being at the best level that my body can be. Now, that means sometimes I'm going to be cranky. Sometimes I'm, you know, not going to be able to go out to dinners. I'm not going to be able to drink with you. I'm not going to be able to eat what you eat. I'm going to have to be carrying around a a Tupperware and a a plastic fork and a gallon of water. Please don't be embarrassed by me. And also, you know, on the competitive side of the house, now you've got some men. And I've had one guy to tell me that it made him extremely uncomfortable that I was going to be up there on a stage in a shiny, you know, teeny bikini and that they were going to be looking at me. And I'm like, well, you kind of got to look at it like the audience is there because they're there to support somebody who's on the stage. So they are all, you know, brothers and sisters in this thing or they're learning about it. Those judges mm-hmm. are looking at you not in a way of, oh, my God, I, you know, that's, that's what I want. No, they're, think, they're up there like, are, are your glutes tight enough, high enough? Do you have, you know, enough, you know, hamstring tie-in? This, that. They're critiquing you. He just couldn't get past the whole thing of you're in a teeny bikini on wow. stage. Everybody's looking at you. And now these pictures aren't going to be online. Mm-hmm. And to him, he couldn't get past that. And for me, that's a deal breaker because – when you get into this sport, you fall in love with it. So you're like, it's not, you don't, I never think of it. Okay. I'm in a teeny bikini and I'm sexy. I'm thinking I have worked my behind off for months on end. Uh And this is my chance to show off my hard work. We're smiling up there, but we're dehydrated. We're tired. We smell of spray tan and BO. It is like the, the worst day physically of your life, but you look fantastic. But you need, for me, I need a, a gentleman that can understand that. I'm not asking him to join the sport wow. with me because I've seen couples where it becomes competitive. And that hits another layer of issues on issues. But at least a man that understands that, hey, you know what? There's a you know, five- to six-month block where my significant other is going to be focused, and I need to make sure that mm. – I don't become a hindrance or a source of stress upon her. Well, I guess we can transition to that. Like what, what sparked your, you know, like I was saying before, like in my introduction, um, that, uh, 
you know, we've kind of like kept in contact through social media and we've seen each other like transition, like health wise and fitness wise. But what like started your, like, when mm-hmm. did you decide, okay, I want to get into this fitness and that was it just, I just want to get, I just want to lose some weight and get healthier. Or did you go in just straight up? Like I want to compete. Oh, well for, for me, it was, it was kind of a twofold thing that happened. Um, when I was in high school, I was no more than 110 pounds. I mean, 110 pounds yes. was heavy for me. You know, then I went to boot camp, and, you know, boot camp turns you into a beast, and you leave with a four-pack, and you're feeling good about yourself. So I came home, and, you know, wow. I came back to my grandmother, and my grandmother had passed maybe like a year after I got out um, of boot camp and tech school. And for me, people kind of use mm-hmm. different coping mechanisms to, for depression and things like that. For me, it was food. I ate my, I ate everything underneath the sun because that was, you know, that was an activity that her and I used to do. We always used to cook. I learned how to cook from her. So I started eating and eating and eating. And then one day I went to a doctor's office and they said, you know, just so, you know, just to jerk your mind real quick, oh, you wow. know, she had diabetes. You know, you have hypertensia that runs in your wow. family. You have high blood pressure. You have, he's like, you name it, you've got it. He's like, your grandfather has had wow. kidney failure. You know, you have cancer that runs in your family. You need to do something now before you end up falling into a path. Wow. Don't become a victim that. of your own body. That I never forgot that sentence. Don't become a victim of your own body. And it, it, it hit me, and I was like, you know what? I, for a minute, I was, you know, like, uh, maybe I should, but I was like, you know what? It can't be that bad. I did a competition. Um, I was doing aerial arts uh, at the Arnold Classic, and, and, and I got so the you, pictures back. So you, now, mind uh, you, right after that performance, I felt like I was going to die. Like, like literally. <laughs> yep, yes. pole, uh, pole dancing, pole fitness, Lyra, but I was there for pole. Um, extremely difficult sport, and by the time I got done with that performance, mind you, that performance was only like three minutes, three, three and a half minutes. I got off the stage, and literally, I like crawled to the floor backstage. So here I am backstage at a fitness festival, felt like I was going to die. I like I was out of breath. I couldn't move. Like the ladies were like fanning me because I had just used every ounce of my energy. So. That was like a wake-up call. And then when I got the pictures back, I could not believe – it was like the, the doctor's mm-hmm. sentence hit my head, and when I saw the pictures, I was like, that can't be me. I mean, it, it looked like I was pregnant. I was like, this is ridiculous. So I got weighed, and I was like 198 wow. pounds. I got the body fat measurement done, that was 47% body fat, which was mm-hmm. – it. it's – literally for my body frame now mind you i'm five five that is obese it is obese like there was no sugar coating around it and i said you know what i gotta do something so i hit up a friend of mine and i said you know what i not only want to get in shape Mm -hmm. but i want to do it to the extreme get me a coach that'll get me on stage and he was like i got one for you he recommended someone i went ahead hit her up and we just started the process and a year later you know, we had cut down to maybe one, oh, God, I was like 140-something, and we, are, wow. we were sitting at, you know, 13, 12 to 13% body fat. So it was in a year losing that kind of weight and just 
I thought maybe when I stepped on stage, I was going to hate it because I'm like, you're stepping on stage and now, you know, you've gone from, you know, completely vulnerable and obese to now you've got to get on stage and not only be slimmer, but also get judged. And the moment I stepped out on stage, I didn't see anything. I didn't hear anything. I felt amazing because you knew after all that work, you knew you had done it. You stepped on stage and you were part of a 2% of the population that can get up there and gut it out and be completely vulnerable. Here I am judging something that's like, you know, on the extreme, and you have to applaud people who, you know, do that. Fitness competitors go through a lot, just like MMA fighters. They have to cut body. Like, you guys go through a lot. So it's, 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 it, you have to applaud people who do that. Like, it's, so oh, what does goodness. the process look like? Like, what, you know, if somebody was interested in getting into it, like, what is the process? Like, what was the process of you getting to that um, amazing, getting to that amazing shape in that year? Um, for me, it, the the first, the very first thing is you have to really <clears throat> surround yourself with a good team, a very good coach that knows what they're doing. A trait like I had a village. I had a coach. I had a trainer. You know, nutritionist. I had somebody to help me with posing. I had somebody to help me with walking <laughs> because walking in those heels is a feat in of itself. You have to create a whole other alter ego to be able to be like I'm not going to fall flat on my face. Um, so it's the first step is really to get a solid team that knows what they're doing, especially on the nutrition part, because you can go into the gym and I think everyone has gone into the gym and seen that gym rat that's in there for two, three, four hours pumping on yeah. and throwing oh, weights my goodness, around. That and you see that Listen, person every I, single day and, and like, they I'm look the exactly the same. And you're like, pounds. I was obese as well, but it's like, yo, I've seen you at this gym no. just as long as I've been. And, what what what's how come you still look the same like what's going on and it and it boils down a lot of times of course you have your extremes you know and you have your outliers with the medical issues and things like that but generally people's eating habits are usually their downfall and their detriment you have to start thinking okay what does my body need and I always tell people, don't go after the cookie cutter. Don't go online and pull a diet. If you have have the means to go get an iPhone X, you have the means to go sit down with someone and say, here is my metabolic rate. Here is my weight. Here is my body fat. Help me to design something that's going to set me up for success. Because you go out and you... Go drinking. Literally, if you take that money and start dividing it out, saying, you know what, I go out to eat and that's 20, 30 bucks. You can make room and make that time to do something better for yourself because the nutrition is the absolute key to unlocking everything. I couldn't eat like the person next to me. I couldn't eat like, you know, the the huge fitness professionals because exactly. they're not me. So I had someone the, to design yeah, the a meal plan, plan that worked for me, that worked for my body. Though you and it changes. Five, 10, 15, 30, how, however many people um, at that competition, like every meal plan doesn't necessarily look the same because your body responds differently. You might need, you know, this might work for you where it might not work for someone else. So that's, that is such, girl, you over here, I'll call you the fitness preacher. You preach, girl. You are preaching. 
I and and the thing about it is you learn. You truly, truly learn. Like my meal plan is not even close to the same wow. meal plan that I had for the last show, for the show before ah. that, or for the show before that, because my body adjusts and changes, and it takes a good coach to basically look at you and say, you know what, that's not working for that person. I have to basically cut out all artificial, for me, artificial sugars don't work for me. Ah. For me, the high protein, high fat, my body responds to. It may not respond to my body three, four months down the line, but I have that team around me that's going to be like, you know what, let's switch this up, let's shock this, let's move this around, because based on the way you look, I have to adjust it. It's never based on, for me, it's never based on that scale, because when I step on stage, they're never going to ask me, as a figure competitor, other categories they may, but they're never going to ask me how much I weigh. They're never going to ask me my body fat percentage. They're going off of how you look. And when people say, well, you know, I, I, I stepped on the scale month one and then month two, my yes, weight hasn't scale. moved or this, that, and the third. Yes. I tell people, stay away from the scale. The scale will be so discouraging to you and it will kill your spirit. What you mm-hmm. do is you take a picture of day one, you take a picture day 14. Yeah, the You will take, put those pictures, mm-hmm. anybody can download a grid, you know, app, put those side by side. You yep. will see changes uh, in yourself that you won't, you'll be like, wow, I didn't really even notice that. And it can be subtle changes. Yes. Little subtle changes in the body That's That's are huge the for scale some is that, Like The only time huge. I ever get on the scale is if, I'm, if I have a doctor's appointment. And you know that's a part of it. All You have to get on the scale. But the scale... Well, driving crazy or or for a PT test, that's it. But I don't, I hate the scale because oh, yeah. it's just not, once you really, really learn about fat loss and, you know, it, it's just, it just gives you a different um view of that whole like, oh, get on the scale. Nah, I don't think that's, yes, throw away the scale, guys. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it, you can use it, you can use a, the scale as a reference point. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I like to know, okay, what is my stage weight? When I see that my body is the way that it needs to look, then you step on the scale and you're like, you know what, okay, so this is where relatively I am. Boxers, different story. They Mm -hmm. have a different weight class and things like that, or other sports that require you to step on a scale. But if I'm Susie Q from down the street and I just want to live a better, healthier life and I just want to fit into a pair of jeans without, you know, having to shadow box my legs to get in there, I'm not going to step on the scale. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try on those jeans. Every two, three weeks, I'm going to try on those jeans. And you'll notice that it'll start to feel better. That stress from the scale, and a lot mm-hmm. of people don't realize this, that stress adds to your weight gain. No, it's all right. That chemical, I think it's called cortisol. I should know this. I really should know this. These, your, your body creates some type of chemical that when you stress, it holds water. It doesn't allow you to lose wow. weight. You stress yourself into like fat gain or weight gain. That's why when we, even when you're prepping for a competition, you try to keep the stress level down as much as possible because that stress mm. is going to cause your body to react in almost really negative ways. So when I'm prepping for a competition, and a lot of competitors that I speak to, have these family members and friends oh, yes. that are completely unsupportive that will make shy yes. comments. Oh, Ooh. you know, you don't get too muscular. You're going to look like a man, this, that, and the other. 
And I literally hate that. I Because I had one person that said, well, aren't you afraid that you look like a man? And I'm like, well, if this looks like a man, <laughs> give me some Dockers and a pair yeah. of Tims because I'm turning into a man. Fine. Because I love the way I look. I love me. And that, and I think a lot of women also have to, yes. women and men, have to start, stop, have to stop listening to outside influences telling you how you should feel and look. If you love the way you look and you recognize the progress and the hard work that it took to get you where you are, you can't let anybody exactly. steal your thunder and like steal really your victory. That like has to be your the victory. girl body. I was, you know, when I, the people I was researching online, like the girls that were quote unquote more muscular, I just found that beautiful. And that's what I aspire to be. So I look for programs to like train my body to look that way. And one time I did get deterred because a friend was like, you know, I don't want to look like no, you know, she always says, I don't want to look like nobody's homeboy. <laughs> And I'm just like, and I got turned off from it. And then I was just like, after a time, I was just like, who cares? Like, mm-hmm. this is how I, I love it. I think it's beautiful. I'm going to train this way. I'm going to lift weights. And it is what it is. The person that I attract or the people that, you know, want to be around me and, you know, find me attractive, they do. I mean, because even the skinny, skinny girls might be looked at as unattractive to some. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, everybody. Exactly. Everybody's unattractive and they're attractive and unattractive in their own way. I feel like you're never gonna you're never gonna please one person. Somebody's always gonna think, "Oh, you're too muscular. Oh, you're too this. Oh, you're too that." I can't spend my life trying to please somebody else. If somebody falls in love with yes. me and we fall in love, he's gonna fall in love for me, for who I am and for what I love, and I the the verse for him. So I'm never going to try to fit into anyone else's box, even on the competitive side. Everything for competitive is you get on stage and you can always make an improvement. You can always do this and you get in front of different judges and they want this and they want this. You can get discouraged by it from the feedback. Thank thank God I have not gotten discouraged. I always look at their feedback as these people know what they're talking about. They care enough to write a feedback. Let me just see what in this feedback I can do or if I'm comfortable doing it. If I'm not comfortable doing it, then it is what it is. Thankfully, I have not gotten any feedback that's like, oh, you need to do this. And this. No, they've been like, hey, you know, more tighter muscle, more conditioning. And yeah. I've taken that and I took it back to my well, coach and awesome. said, this is what they said. And he said, okay, let's get to work. Plain and simple. But it just, it, it's. When I, when, when I tell people, even if you're not trying to be competitive in this sport, if you don't ever want to step on stage and you just want to look good, you basically sometimes have to, I don't want to say, like, block out the haters, because I hate that phrase. Because not everybody, hate is a very strong word. Hate means that a whole different other level. But people that put you down for what you want, for what makes you happy. And a lot right. of that it's like negativity comes from like, their you know, knowledge just, that they can't do what you're doing. They're thinking like, if that was me, I don't think, you know, exactly. so it's, it, you know, I try to look at it like that too. Like it's just, I was like, I tell people all the time, don't be surprised if, if you go to Thanksgiving and you decide I'm going to only eat these and, you know, cause they might have goals like that. Your family might not be offended that you're not partaking in that mac and cheese or that pumpkin pie or sweet potato pie. They're going to be like, what are you doing? They're going to say all kinds of, so that's normal. People mm-hmm. don't understand. And they're going to, they're going to say things like that. It's okay. That's 
it's it's absolutely normal and people need to understand and realize that Mm -hmm. your goals and what makes you happy may not make other people happy you may lose i have lost some friends along the way in this journey and that's okay that is absolutely okay because if you're a true friend i'm gonna i'm gonna ride for you for what i may not agree with what you're doing but i'm going to stand by you because if I don't yeah, and I drop off, that's true. the question starts getting in my mind, were you really a friend in the first place? Yes. <laughs> your family, you can't do anything about. You're stuck with your family. That's just how it is. But thankfully, my family yeah. was, my family at first didn't really understand it, but they supported it. And then when my mom came to a show, mm-hmm. she recently came to the, um, the second show that I did. Oh. And... The look on her face, I almost cried. I didn't want to cry in front of her because, you know, she she would have been crying. And I was like, you made your mom cry. <laughs> she literally, the look on her face and the proud look on her face, she was wow. like, I can't believe it. That's awesome. I cannot believe that. She's like, I didn't even recognize you. So, so when you get, and sometimes you can get your family to come around by coming to shows or by seeing what you're doing in the gym and seeing the changes that you make, because there was somebody that put up a quote and I can't remember her name and I probably should give her credit, mm-hmm. but she put up a quote that she's like, at first mm-hmm. they're going to ask you oh, why. I like that. But then they're going to start asking you how, because people, people are always going to be like, Oh, why are you, why, why, why are you doing all, why are you eating chicken? Why, why you eat so much fish? You, why you eat yeah. so much asparagus? Yeah. But, and then when they see the results, then they're like, well, wait a minute. Uh, can I ask you how you, how, how did you do that? Can, can you just, just give me the rundown? And when people ask me that, I'm like, yeah. okay, so I'm doing something right. But I always am upfront and honest with somebody. I tell them there's a difference between, okay, I want to lose weight or, hey, exactly. I want to step on stage. Because when you start stepping on stage, that's a different world in itself. And that requires a different level of, I mean, it tests you a competitive any competitive mm-hmm. sport will tell you that it tests you on a mental, physical, and emotional. Because there are days where you want to cry. There are certain days where you're happy. There are some days where you're, like, you're frustrated, and you have to get yourself together. Like, you drop your container mm. of cod and green oh, beans, and you feel like you're going to burst out into tears. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of have to catch it a little bit and ask why you're doing it. Because it should make you happy. At, you know, it should make you happy. You'll get frustrated at times, but... All in all, I tell people, if you're getting to the yeah, point of tears every makes, single day doing this sport, you, do you may you want to reconsider so doing it. what does peak week look like for you? Because I've heard the term peak week, and I've heard like people say, oh, you have to consume a lot more water. You're cutting, you're cutting a lot more, you know, you might be cutting carbs. You're just cutting a lot of the, I guess, the fun stuff, the stuff that you that was able. So what does peak week look, peak week look like for you? Oh, yeah. Ah, okay. For, well, I tell everybody, peak week is going to be different for everybody because some people are oh, okay. are ready a you know a month out, so they're just maintaining. Um, some people are okay. Mm-hmm. I need to you know get down to this, so I need to put a little bit more pressure on myself. Um, usually for me, the the standard is the water loading. So like last time, it went from you know you you know started off the week drinking three gallons. I mean, three gallons seems like it's a lot of water. Actually, it's really mm-hmm. after you, you know, if you get a good bottle and you kind of get in a good rhythm, three gallons is not that bad. But then this 
three gallons starts dropping in half, and then you're down to a gallon, and then you're down to a half a gallon. Peak week is, is the fun – actually, peak week for me is the fun week. Physically, it's a little demanding, but yeah. it's fun because you can see the end of the – you can see the light at the end of the tunnel. You know you're going to get there. The day before a show, you basically get up in the morning. You do what you need to do. You know, really? you're not, you can't shower for like 24 Why? to 48 hours, which is a little annoying. <laughs> yes, because the most people don't realize it's that tan. The tan, everyone, whether you're black, blue, purple, redhead, yeah. whatever, you, everyone gets tanned. Everyone. Because the lights are so bright on the stage that mm-hmm. if you don't have a barrier between your skin, you'll look pale. So... The night before, they're putting the tan on you. And if you've used any deodorant, if you've used any wow. soap, um, it will turn green. And it starts looking real bad. So they tell us, don't put anything. You can exfoliate. And then after that, you're done. You wake up in the morning. You go get your makeup and hair, uh, makeup and hair done. And you get another coat of tan. Then before you go on stage, they put a glaze on you. And they glue you into your suit. Because the last thing you want is like a wedgie or you know, under boob coming out or side boob coming out. Cause at that point, if you're, if you're a female bodybuilder, yes. you know that the first thing that goes is your chest. So they're kind of doing, they're doing their own thing. So, what is so you, you have a really, like? you know, you awesome like team in the back like? that's gluing you in to make you make. Mm-hmm. It's literally like a roll on. Some, some companies use a spray, but it's a literal roll-on that they roll onto your skin. They put the suit on, like they stretch wow. the suit, put it into place. They hold it, and that suit doesn't move. Mm. So getting the suit off at the end of the night, a little tricky, but, <laughs> but it's all for the greater good because you don't want, you know, any slippage because you have children and, you know, everything in the audience. You don't want that to be like, oh, well. I ended up, you know, flipping out of my top or, you know, a wedgie or a butt eating the bottom because your body has mm. fluctuated so much that that suit needs to just not move. It can't distract from the physique. And if you have some wedgie or some wardrobe malfunction, yeah. so you're it distracts so from the physique. The and that's all like the judges the can see at that point. The competition, you're literally like no water, no food at all. You're you're sipping you're sipping on water and mm-hmm. food. You're still eating um, you're still eating food on time, um, especially because the the beginning of the show, what we call pre judging, is really when all the judging happens. You come out, you do your individual routine. That's when they've really judged you and they put you in a lineup. You po- you do a pose off so that they're or what we call comparison so that they can see where they're going to place you. By that time, you pretty much know if you've made top five, you know, based on the call-outs, and you know pretty much where you are by the position mm-hmm. that you are on stage in that lineup. So everything happens at that point. The tricky part is that a lot of people, after pre-judging, there's like a break in between pre-judging and finals. It's usually a couple of hours. People will go out, and they'll get a burger, or they'll get fries. Now, some people can do that because their body will respond well to it and they'll fill out a little bit more some people cannot do that because their body has been deprived of junk food and stuff and they will 
basically the body will react in a bad way. You don't want to look bad at finals because mm-hmm. sometimes the judges will be like, you know what, we need to rejudge because so-and-so went out and did something crazy, and now they don't deserve to be in that top, and let's figure out who needs to take that place. And it has happened. I've been in a show where they've rejudged people or, you know, whatever. So mm-hmm. we're always on your toes on the day of the show. It's a fun day because you get to finally show off. And the people, the competitors backstage, that's where you really fall in love with the sport because you have yeah. everyone back there has been through the same hardships or different levels of hardships. But you're bonded in this whole thing of, you know what, This is we've been working this hard, and now we get to sit and relax until it's time to go out on stage. We kind of feed off of each other to make sure that everybody's okay. There is a level of, I call it, well, you, won't, yeah. you don't want to describe it of anything, but just pure humanity backstage because you have people that have been competing forever. You have people that this is their first time competing, and you'll see the – the OGs will basically also, make no sure cat, that that so new competitor really is not on edge. You tell them, hey, you look great. No. That, there is – I have not bumped into any cattiness whatsoever. Everyone in back there is supporting each other. You're uplifting each other. We barely even <laughs> talk about – basically, you'll hear people talk about what they're going to eat after the show. That is the bit, like, what are you going to eat? And this is, and where are you from? And does it – it's never, you know, this whole thing of, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to win and look how wonderful I did out there and look at my suit. No, everyone compliments each other. It's amazing just the camaraderie. And some people have never even met each other. And you're competing against this woman or this man, and especially in the females, because you would expect that, okay, everybody's yeah. backstage, done That's up, amazing. looking gorgeous, so they're going to be catty. No, it's the complete opposite. It's like, did you bring enough for this or did you bring enough for this? Like most of us will sit back there and be like, all right, do you need something to put your feet on? I brought an extra chair or I had to give twice. I had to give a girl an extra pair of my shoes because one girl, her heel broke. The other girl, her boyfriend took the bag by accident that had her shoes in it. We happen to wear the same size. I brought (laughs) four pairs of extra shoes because I just don't take any chances. So I said, here you go, put on these shoes, get out there and do what you need to do. And it's never a a point where somebody's going to be like, well, you know, she messed up, so she's on her own. No, we all try to help each other out. We make sure that, hey, we need to glue her, you know, get the girl that glues somebody because we need to re-glue her because she's falling out. Or are you okay? Do you need water? So what does, like, everybody takes care of each other backstage. With with you depleting your body, because I know from, like, the fighter side, um, like when my ex-husband used to do the whole MMA fighting, like they could not like just go and just start eating. They had to like do Peter short. Like they had to do a whole process, wait a few hours, then they could eat. And even if they eat, they could only eat certain things. So is it like that with, you know, the fitness competition or is it pretty much you can go and just pig out and eat whatever you want? Well, for, for, for some of us, you, you pig out because it's just your impulse to do so um, a lot of times because you just, you're like, okay, let's do it. But you kind of have to be careful with it because when you reintroduce certain things mm. into your body, your body will get sick and it starts rejecting it instantly. Um, for me, 
I was kind of hit or miss. Like, I'm usually like, okay, let me do a burger and fries because I know that it's not going to be so harsh. This competition, I went a little overboard, and I went to KFC because that 10-piece meal commercial was just every third commercial that was coming on. So I wrote it down. Like, I want some KFC. I even took a screenshot of it. I was like, in the case they don't know what you're talking about, this is what you want to order. Um so I went a little crazy. I didn't, yeah. thank God, I did not get sick and I didn't bloat too much because um, I was still drinking a lot of water. I mean, as soon as I got done, I started, you know, really started cycling water because yeah. I didn't want the, the sodium and all that to kind of yeah. wreak havoc. So it's kind of like yeah. everybody has their own individual way of doing things and what yeah. their body can take. You kind of learn hit or miss because the show before that, not so much. Mm. I had a burger and I had loaded fries and it did not, my body was wow. like, uh-uh, nuh-uh, sister girl, you, you, you messed up. And I was like, nope, I literally felt sick to my stomach. So I knew this time around to make sure that I've got my water on hand, that I start, you know, the very next day, get right back on, you know, something structured and, you know, putting in like little meals here or there in the cheat because even in off season I'm I only really allow myself one or two cheat meals yeah. a week because one I don't want to yeah, explode yeah. in weight um and then have to start from ground zero again but also I just don't I don't really have the desire to you know go to McDonald's and go to Burger King to you know to splurge because to me it exactly. doesn't after you've had it out of your system for a while it doesn't taste the same it you can taste every imperfection so to me if i want a burger Mm -hmm. i'll go i'll grab the ground beef i'll you know make the patty myself i'll make sure that it's seasoned the way i need it to be seasoned and sometimes i'll have a bun some of them them won't but it just you know little substitutes here and there so a treat for me is a little bit different for than a treat for everybody else like i can't I, I just can't. I don't really have a desire mm. for so what would you say you know, like splurging and going crazy as much process, as I used like, to. What has been your biggest reward? Like, what's your biggest takeaway? Like, you know, gives you gives you a maybe brings a tear down your eye. <laughs> oh, for for me, it's definitely. I I always you know you always really think that you're a strong person you you're like yeah I, you know I go ham in the gym and this that and the other but I was very surprised of how far I could push myself like my stopping point was down here but when I started really thinking okay how badly do I want this how how you know I you know you don't push yourself to an extreme of hurting yourself but you realize you know what I can do that. What I thought before, I you know, you know, when we joined the the military, there's a like, you have to lift fifty pounds. Fifty pounds was a struggle for me. Like now I was like, throw I'm gonna need a waiver because like that ain't happening, sir. I'm gonna need you. Now I'm just like, I love lifting heavy, and I was one of those people that thought, you know, oh, I don't want to lift heavy because if you lift heavy, <laughs> you know, you'll bulk up. You know, you touch a weight and you'll turn into Arnold Schwarzenegger and this, that, and the other. Now I'm like, yeah. you know what? I want, I want a good hamstring tie-in. I want some nice glutes. I want some good arms. I have to lift a little mm-hmm. bit out of my comfort zone. Even tonight, my trainer pushed me to the limit. Mm-hmm. Every time I train with him, 
it gets worse and worse and worse. And I'm like, when I walk out of the gym, yeah. I like take a deep breath and I'm like, wow, I got through that. I couldn't have done that a year. Like looking back on it, I couldn't, have, I couldn't even imagine a year ago, you know, where I was like gasping for air on the floor of a fitness competition to in the gym, lifting all types of weight. There's plates, yeah, there's 45 plates everywhere. Of, and I'm like, oh, okay. And I'm excited of, like, about it. First weight training, so to me, like, that's the weight room with all the guys. And you just feel out of place. And you want to just go in the corner. Now it's like, get out the way. You are in the way. Can you yes. move over, sir? Like, this is my little space group. Exactly. Cause you're taking up this machine. You're like, sir, how many, sets, how many sets do you have left on that? Because, you know... <laughs> You're like, sir, I've seen you on Instagram four times, okay? I'm going to need you to, to wrap it up or something. Like, it, it's surprise, And that's the other thing. It's like when you go to the gym and you're a female, mm-hmm. a lot of times they expect you to be a cardio bunny, as they call it, the cardio bunny, where you're, yeah. you know, you're on there or you, you know, you do your or cardio you for 30 minutes or an hour or something, or you and then you go into the sauna and chill. Like, Leg day every day. Glute, glute bridges for days. Now I get into the weight, and now you get into the weight room, and you're really pushing some weight. And even at the gym that I'm at now, when I first started there, nobody was really mean to me, but you could tell they didn't really take me seriously. And then when they saw the progression, they were like, oh, do you need me to, you know, wiping down the machine before I got on it or wiping down the bench? And I'm like, you didn't need to do that. And they were like, no, you, you know, you get on this, you need me to spot you to, you know, it's that consideration, but it, it, it's that evolution. That's the biggest thing. in this whole thing that I walked away from is that I am not the person that I was a year ago. And not that that person was bad, but that person was not healthy. And that person was not, you hate to say selfish, but in fitness, it is a little aspect of being selfish because you are taking the time to say, you know what, I want a better me. Because we spend our day trying to help other people and making sure that everybody's moving correctly, even at work, taking care of somebody yeah. else, making sure these moving About parts ourselves. keep moving. And we sometimes get lost mm-hmm. in it and forget that, hey, wait a minute, yes. what about me? Yes. And for that hour, it's about me. And there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing. Because you are, you are literally – elongating your life you're elongating your happiness so that you can be there for other people but you understand (laughs) i tell people all the time that hour is like the best hour because i I literally is like just me time i have my music playing it's just it's it's a beautiful experience and people don't understand it like yes it's the cheap it's the cheapest therapy that you'll ever pay for in your life it is the cheapest therapy because I can go and sit on somebody's couch who looks like Dr. Phil and talk about my feelings and this, that, and the other, or, you know, and pay him, you know, a hundred and some dollars an hour, or I can go to a gym and maybe pay 20 to $30 a month and sweat it out. And if I walk out of a therapist's office, yeah. I'm still maybe not. I may be mentally okay, but physically I may not be yes. okay. If I leave the gym, I'm physically, mentally, emotionally, yes. everything is just better for that hour. And I tell one of my best friends, she has, she's a, she's a mother, and it's hard for her to kind of say, well, you know what, I'm going to take that hour and, you know, 
use it for myself. She's thinking, oh, my God, I got to pack lunches. I got yeah. look, you, and I told her, you have to stop. You have to stop and do for yourself because if you are unhealthy, if you're pre-diabetic, if you have all these weight issues, if you can bear, if you're having yes. all these body issues, you're not going to be there for your kids the way that you need to be there for your kids if you're not healthy. Yeah, and that's the you best have decision. to be yeah, mentally, and physically, and emotionally like healthy to be there for them. I found a gym that has a kids club. I get literally two hours. Of, of care that's a part of my gym membership and I get that two hours to just grind it out like it's beautiful I can even I even have time to take a shower afterwards like I go through a whole process if I want to so you have to take care of yourself because if you don't take care of yourself it will affect your kids because you're tired they want to play you don't have any energy like all that stuff trickles down so you have to take time to um, get physically right, mentally right, and even like, you know, hire a babysitter here and there. But it's really important that you spend that time on yourself because that's the only way that you're really going to be yeah. able to like fully function because you're going to have that breakdown day if you just continue to go and go. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And and you can sow those, the, the healthy habits and those yes. skills about being, you, know, you could sow those seeds in the next generation, because let's be let's be perfectly clear, and uh, yeah, we're gonna sound like old yes. women. This generation's a little different from where we grew up. I go in DC, and I'm like the only person walking because to get to my office, I have to walk a mile. Now, most people are like, I'm seeing people zooming by on bikes, zooming by on scooters, people with shoes that have wheels on them, and I'm like, what is? Did I miss the memo <laughs> about wheels? Because I'm the only one in my walking shoes, yeah. but I use that as, okay, this is my morning, you know, wake up cardio, a little, just to get my blood That's running. You call, you and when, you kids see, when kids, kids see too. that, or the younger generation see that, they're like, you know what? <laughs> I, I can't, I'm like, yo, yes. sitting behind a computer. I remember back in the day. Yes, I'll say back in the day. Back in the day, you weren't sitting at a computer <laughs> paying, playing Fortnite or whatever that thing is. I don't know what that yes. is now. Game Boy, I was back in the Nintendo 64 and all that age. But you got your behind outside, yeah. you got on a bike, you ran, you played, you know, you played dodgeball, which is a brutal, brutal game. I didn't realize how brutal that was until I got older. But you were physically, you had that physical activity of getting to that level. Because the food that we consume, I mean, you look at the cost of making your own salad yes. to the cost of going to McDonald's and going and ordering off the dollar menu, it's easier, it's yeah. more convenient. Exactly. But is it is it good for you in the long run? No, not really. I, I, it, it's, it's, but when you instill that and when you set that example, whether you have kids or not, when you set that example of saying, you know yeah. what, yeah, I'm in I my 30s it. and I'm still in the gym. I'm still doing what's best for me so that I can show you that it's, easier exactly. and not so much easier but it, you're setting yourself up for, for success i if i'm old and you know old and wrinkled and everything i'm old yes, and wrinkled exactly. and you will and, still you know, see me walking a like, mile every you know, single morning I'm in my 30s going you know i'll be 35 on sunday and it's like listen i'm in the best shape ever like i'm i'm like you know i'm thank you <laughs> but well, i feel birthday. amazing and it's like it, it is pretty cool to just, I don't know, get to this point where you just feel, you know, um, mentally right, physically right overall, and fitness has helped me get there. So I, I love, I love, love, love uh, 
you know, I love all the nuggets that you dropped. So, like, what's the next uh, competition that you're going to do? I know you say you're off off right now, but what's your next uh, next competition? I, I haven't really decided yet. I think this was – this actually is my – real like first for real off season um where we're really trying to we took the feedback from the last show and we're just going to trudge away at it we're going to build we're going to condition we're going to make sure that the next time we step on stage that you know mm-hmm. not to sound cocky but i want to step on stage and blow minds like i want it to be like here's where i started a year ago i want to take the the year to really build on the physique and see where we can take this physique to hopefully get it nationally qualified so that we can really be competitive. And that takes that time and muscle maturity. So it's just really enjoying the lifting, lifting heavy, eating, oh, eating so, so many carbs. I love rice. Um, but just taking that time to be like, you know what, we want to make sure because the, the worst thing that a competitor can do is to do back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back shows and not improve. You can't expect to put that kind of stress on your body back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back and expect it to respond. So you have to give your body a chance to be like, you know what, let's settle in, let's get this muscle, you know, let's get these muscles a little bit older and mature and moving and shape the body that we want to. So I think I'll decide at some point next year when the next show is, but right now I'm like, let me enjoy my lifting, lifting heavy, getting my straps on, you know, using my yes, weight and I, belt, I love, I love you know, looking you, cool, you like, like I'm safety sporty, dad. Sporty, and sporty, the <laughs> oh, my gosh, you guys should check out her little, like, workout. Isn't that fun, too? Isn't it fun shopping for workout clothes? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my, oh my goodness. goodness. <laughs> my, my, oh, literally, shop. my I favorite sport, clothing my. line <laughs> is my sporty shop. It's the owner... No, you're good. <laughs> she she makes she's a competitor herself. So she understands what it takes to kind of work out in workout gear because the the biggest thing you don't want to be squatting yes. in pants and have it rip, tear or be see-through. Maybe some people like that kind of attention. No, it the material the first outfit that I have still works and still has every single intact thread nothing has moved no discoloration no shrinkage nothing from the very first outfit to the day and i just like how you know you can still be you know sporty but you can also have that sexy side of it and look cute because nobody tries i mean let's be honest there are some days where we go to the gym looking like a hobo and i'm not afraid to say that sometimes i wear my hobo gear especially when i get closer (laughs) to the show you will see me rocking some sweats you'll see (laughs) I'm telling you, people start throwing quarters at you. But I like to look matchy. I like to, you know, be comfortable. I like to be comfortable on my legs. And I like that even if my, you know, even if my upper yes. body changes, the the top still form to me. And I have that support because that is a work that for females, whether you're small chested or where you're the large chested, you don't want movement up there. You don't want to be yeah. bouncing around. You don't want to be black-eyed in the face. No. You want to be held in. You want to be able to do the workout without having to worry about slipping out or your pants moving and this and the other. That's why I love her stuff because it just – and I don't like that it's priced. Like, 
some of the sport, some of the workout gear, the problem with some yeah. workout gear is that they price it at weird price points. And you're like, wait a minute now, yeah. I, I don't want to be spinning an arm, a leg, and two thighs just to look cute. She keeps it everything reasonable. If oh, wow. I don't know what size yeah, I wear, she looks at me and she tells me this is the size I was like, well, I need, to, I need to check out some of this stuff. But look, you actually go to, there's a store in, is it in Virginia or in Maryland? Oh, okay. So well, she, um, yeah. I, I don't think she has a storefront yet. Um, she, she does, but she like, well, she's at almost every single competition that you could think of. And that's where uh, she kind of gets okay. it. We're like, oh, wait a minute. I just competed. I want to treat myself. And it's awesome. always like awesome. the new stuff that comes out. And she gets you, and it's just amazing stuff. But she's just very flexible, you know, in making sure that if you go on the website and you message oh, her okay. and she can see a picture of you, she'll tell you exactly what size you need. She, she just, she, she's just, she's just, she's on it. Desi is just, that's my heart because yeah. she just, she keeps me looking fly. Even when yeah. I'm like not feeling good, if you go to the gym and you still feel good awesome, and you know, awesome. if you don't feel so good, but you look media? good, it starts permeating a little bit. <laughs> oh yes. Uh, don't laugh. Uh, my Instagram is poke me liquid. So it's my last name. M-E and liquid, because I, I did get certified in um, liquid motions, which is like a, it's floor, oh, wow. it's wall, it's a lot of, it's a dance style, it's, you know, it can be sexy, it can be, you know, contemporary, it can be anything you want it to yes. be, and I just, I love the movement, and because dance is a really good form of cardio, oh, awesome. Awesome. I went and got the certification in it and changed my Instagram name, um, so it's now Poke, so it's Poke Me Liquid. Um, and, of course, my Facebook is uh, Michelle Elaine Polk. I tell people all the time, if you want to <laughs> so get in touch with me, I am a social media junkie. Yes. Uh, oh, and, and I'm and working I, and on you know posting, and I'm, I'm working because, on learning um, Instagram. I'm still so learning the story issues. Social media, I mean, it's really helped a lot because when I was like, okay, I have to, uh, I have to, like, change my profile to private to, like, open. And I've learned so much about it, so I'm going to start sending you some stuff. Um, because, you know, with what you're doing, it's really important that your social – yeah, your social media. Yes, because really I'm still trying to figure out. And that's, that's just how life is nowadays. So, yeah, yeah. What were you? Yeah, because I need to learn how to do the story thing. I mean, I know how to add a picture, but people are adding, like, <laughs> images yeah, yeah. and music. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, I'm mean, behind on it. Yeah, because, like, I mean, they I say felt the like, story, wait a minute. What happened to Instagram? Because Instagram got cool. So there are little, little tricks. So I'll send you some stuff. I'll definitely send you some stuff to, um, to help in that area. Yes, please. Because I'm going to start posting... I'm going to start posting a little bit more of, mm -hmm. you know, the story, showing, journey. you know, the workouts, yeah, what journey. I'm eating, tiny little ramps. Yeah, because it's... Fall in love with the process. So the more and more you post about that, I think you'll, you know, people that might are, might be interested or already in that community, I think it'll be great. So just, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be formatted. Me, I'm just one of those nerds that like to, like, do all the colors and the extra stuff. But it doesn't have to. People just fall in love with it. <laughs> People fall, but yeah, I'm gonna send you some stuff. Oh no, please teach me. They just use <laughs> to I... help you with um, um, that process, and then there's actually these social media calls that I get on every week, so I'll plug you into that as well, and I'm sure you'll learn like a lot of good, good stuff on that. So, 
Yes, please. Because what, what I do with, and anybody who follows me on Facebook or Instagram, yes. you know that if I can make a joke out of it, I'm going to make a joke out of it. Because I think that the, the thing about it is that we sometimes take, it, take ourselves too seriously. And the old mm-hmm. saying goes, it, it takes more muscles to frown than it does to smile. So my thing is if I can make someone smile and look at it, you know, maybe, you know, going to the gym, I always make a joke out of it. Yes, it hurts. Sometimes you're sweating, you know, like the IRS audit is coming. But you make fun of it. You're like, you know what, this is, yes. it, it sucks right now, but I'm doing something, I'm getting closer to my goal. And I think people need to see the humor in things. But also, I think a lot of times on yes. social media, we the see only video. the good things. We only see the girl with the abs and see the finished product and all of this makeup. Uh, if you see me in makeup, it's, it's a miracle and somebody else did it. Um, I don't do my own makeup. I try to. It doesn't end up as wonderful as, you know, when Sean Hector Lewis does it. She, does, she beats my face to the gods when I'm on stage. I don't even recognize myself. But I take it, I take it every day, one day at a time. So some days I'll be like, you know what? This is what's going on. This is what's going on. I don't sugarcoat it in any way. You see the journey from beginning to end. The only thing I have to start doing is start really documenting it, you know, more often because I tend to like to keep it to myself. But, you know, my mom even says if you keep it to yourself, you know, you can't help anybody by internalizing it. You have to show somebody what actually goes on. Because this isn't a lot of a lot of people just see okay I started here yeah, exactly. and I ended I mean, and that's, here that's what and then it's like, like well wait a minute how did you get there and now people are like oh my gosh you used to look like that yeah you know and I wish I journaled my you know my transition from I mean I might have a picture here and there but people do fall in love with the journey and knowing you're authentic so um, I love that I love that you're going to work on that so so guys follow her I mean thank you so much like you gave so many nuggets we speak the same language <laughs> I love it. I'm glad we finally were able to record because <laughs> it's okay. I know. I, so, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm she doesn't want to so do it. I'm so sorry. It took us so long to get there. I was like, she is going to beat me. No, at first I was like, I was it's nervous okay. about it because I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm a little goofball. I admit that. I'm a self-goofball and a nerd. You know, you but see you me walking what, around you know in what, a... What? Chewbacca costume, that's probably me. In a banana costume, that's me. I think what you're doing is very, like, amazing. It's just inspirational. And, you know, that's why I connect. Like, the people that I'm like, hey, let's get on because I just find inspiration. I see authenticity in you. Um, So what you're doing is really, really, like I said, it's, it's amazing. It's inspirational. And people need to hear ordinary people, like, just like them, that just decided, hey, I want to, you know, compete. Or I want to start a business or whatever it is people need to hear from people like that so I think the authenticity of you was like yo I need to get her on this podcast so I just really appreciate you know you being open and just sharing and like I hope to get you back again um and yes yes <laughs> and I will be more I will be more readily available now that I'm you know that I've got my now that I've got my carbs back and all the wonderful carbs, if I didn't take carbs, I understand. Oh yeah, you would have you would have gotten you would have gotten like a dazed and confused issue because I was so focused on just getting on because I knew it was Love my it. last show of the season 
And I was like, you know what? Love I want to finish with a bang. It's at my rival high school. I gotta go do this. So it was, it was just one of those things. Like, let me just wait until I'm clear awesome, mind awesome. and I've got the whole well, thank you, kind thank of journey kind of summed Guys, up in my forget, head. Go follow her. What is it again, Michelle? What's it? I'm sorry. It's poke me. Thank you. Poke me liquid. <laughs> it's poke. Uh, Yes, poke me liquid. So P O L K M E L I Q. Oh Lord, I can't spell liquid. Poke me liquid. I, you know, if I don't have it written down, and it's like my brain goes, yeah. If I'm not typing, I can't. I can't even spell. But poke me liquid, or find me on um, Facebook, Michelle Elaine Polk. So my whole name written out. My Facebook is private, but if you friend request me. Um, I usually, it, it, unless I, I see a blaring issue, like, I accept people like, see how many friends you have. I know. Don't do it. Exactly. And if you're from, and if you're from POF trying to prove me wrong, well, you, have you won't do night. it. I know it's like super, super late. I'm like an hour behind you. So I know you need to get to bed. <laughs> you too. All right, girl. I'll talk oh, to you no, soon. you're good. Thank I'm going to eat again. one more time and then head to bed. All right, dear. Bye. No problem. Thank you. Wow, what a great episode. Thank you again, Michelle, for hopping on. Again, if you want to follow her on IG, it's at Poke Me Liquid, and that's P-O-L-K-M-E-L-I-Q-U-I-D. And the biggest takeaway, I mean, the greatest nugget, um, there were a couple of things. The first off, it's like, when, when will you have that aha moment? Um, again, my aha moment was the same thing. I went to the doctor and I needed surgery and they were like, hey, listen, in order for us to have this or be able to do this for you, you have to get, you have to lose the weight because again, you have to remember when you're going under um, anesthesia, when they're putting you under, like the heavier you are, um, you know, the more likelihood you could possibly have complications. Um, and not only that, I just wanted to get healthier because I wanted to like just have be more energetic for my children and be able to be more present, gain some confidence back. And um, you don't have to necessarily wait for you to have that moment, that aha moment for you to, you know, for the doctor to say, hey, you need to, you need to lose weight because of this. I think like, you know, everybody has those moments where they're like, okay, I need to have some change. So whatever that is for you. Just make sure you just, you know, start today. You don't have to wait till the new year. You don't have to wait until, you know, the time is right, the money is right, or be going, but your kids get older. You can do it now. Again, I found a gym that just met my needs. Um, if you listen to one of my previous podcasts, I gave like some tips of what you can do to help you, you know, pick a good gym because it's all about the location. You want to find something that's convenient, maybe convenient for you. If it's closer to home, that's better. Or closer to your kids' daycare, do that. If it's closer to work, do that. Um, find something that caters to a lot of these clubs now cater to um, parents and because they know a lot of people you know a lot of parents are working out now so most of them have areas where you can take your kids they'll use it to leave it like again I go to goals I can um, check my kids in and I have two whole hours to myself where I can work out I can shower I can get in the sauna like I can do all that and have like two hours of me time every day that if I wanted to literally every day they're open between certain hours I can go and I can have my me time time, um, which is tied to my exercise so it's definitely possible and not only that I love the part about you know find well you know what uh, Michelle said about whatever makes you happy whatever body type makes you happy go for it like people are going to have opinions 
you know, I might be more muscular than some girls or I might look a certain way, but some, you know, everyone has different preferences. If somebody doesn't like you because of how you look, that's not the person for you. Um, do what makes you happy. Get the physique that makes you happy. If you want to compete, compete. If you want to, you know, just, you know, work out and do like the basic stuff, do the basic stuff. Do what fits your needs, but just stay active. You don't want to wait until it's too late. Um, as you heard in her family, she they had like so many um, co- chronic conditions that affect certain communities, that affect so many families. And by her stepping up and making the decision to get healthier, she's breaking the cycle. And not only that, for me, my kids see how active I am. So now they want to do it. And, you know, instill certain um, things within your household that you can have your kids even eating healthier. You can, if you're married or in a relationship, you can have those conversations, even in the dating aspect. For me, I want to date somebody that wants to be healthy, um, knows the importance of um, a healthier lifestyle and having fun and not even just healthy physically, but also healthy mentally. I want to be able to have a healthy, happy relationship. So all those things are important. So whatever you're trying to do, create that lifestyle you want, what makes you happy and what's going to cater to your needs. Um, that's the biggest thing because again, if you're if you take care of yourself, you're not going to be, um, if you don't take care of yourself, everything else could keep going on. But at some point you have that moment where you crack because you've been pouring so much into work. You've been pouring so much into others that you don't take time and take care of you. So you are just as important in that equation as everyone else. So thank you guys again for listening. Um, I'll be back again with another amazing episode. Um, We're still going to do part two with Greg with dating and divorce. We're going to kind of dive more into, um, um, you know, what we're looking for when we're we're looking for, you know, or not even looking for, but what, when you're trying to uh, date someone, like the things that you're looking looking at, um, to just check that compatibility, and then we're going to talk about you know domestic violence and things like that. So I'm really excited about that episode. I also have another amazing guest. I call that the Black Excellence episode. Um, I have uh, a good friend of mine who went from being a um, police officer to you know, going back to law school, going back to law school, you know, at a, at an age where a lot of people don't feel comfortable. They feel like, okay, I'm, I don't want to go back to school because he decided to go back to law school. Now he's a lawyer doing amazing things within the community. So I'm really, really excited to have him up soon. So again, stay tuned and thank you guys for listening.